1: Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. We will get to the worst rosters in the NFL in just a bit. But first, a little bit of breaking news. A tweet from Adam Schefter, who says, After five players were suspended in April, five NFL players were suspended in April, the league is now investigating a second wave of potential violations of its gambling policy. Sources are telling ESPN Of course, we had uh, some suspensions, uh, notably with the Detroit Lions and a few guys uh, who apparently violated the NFL's uh, gambling policy there. And so they won't be playing for part of, if not the entire season. And uh, now we have another wave of this. And it is uh, a tough time because it does seem like that, maybe not so much in the NFL, but in other sports, you look at the aggregate and it does seem like that we're seeing some of these gambling policy violations enough uh to where it's not getting out of the news cycle here
2: what does second wave mean so most of this was about the lions last time right they were talking about players Mm -hmm. coaches there were suspensions uh so i wonder what the second wave actually means. what's it gonna take for to get through some of these guys they or do they just not care like dude it's on your phone that's how they're busting these guys Stop. Stop. (laughs) Go over the rules. And yes, I understand you're not betting the NFL. They don't care. It's hands off. Ridley gone an entire year. An entire year.
3: Wow. I wonder how many of these guys use bookies, too, and try to, like, not get caught across all sports. it's...
1: It's interesting you bring that up because, uh, also, part of this report, uh, you know, again, Adam Schefter bringing it up. After these suspensions in April, the NFLPA sent an email to all agents alerting them that some of the violations involved players placing bets while using mobile apps on their phones while at work or while traveling with their teams. And, of course, this is a violation of the NFL's gambling policy. And, Aaron, something I've said before on this show, when I was with the league, I had to go through a lot of training to be reminded what you could and could not do pertaining to the NFL's gambling policy, and it was very restrictive, very, very restrictive. And everyone knows what you should not be doing, and so you can't help but, you know, Call the violators knuckleheads because this is something exactly. that we have known you cannot do.
3: And, and you've got to think at training camp, or when these guys resume and they're all together, they're having meetings about this, so that it does hopefully sink in and become very clear what the rules are and what you can and cannot do. So obviously, it's tempting if we can do it and it's fun, but uh,
2: <laughs> they
3: got to be careful.
2: You you couldn't you couldn't talk about point spreads publicly right was that part of it for you uh
1: that was part of it Yeah, yeah i could not talk about nfl point spreads publicly um and even if you watch say like nfl network coverage for instance uh they're very roundabout in what they can and cannot talk about like player props for instance uh you you can never say obviously bet over bet under or whatever but even you know okay how many yards someone will have You have to be sort of roundabout in terms of how to discuss those kinds of things. Mm. And uh, what was it? In terms of like betting on games, like, you know, maybe you can mention a spread in one segment and mention like what the final score is going to be in another one, but you can't like put two and two together. So there were a lot of hoops jumped through to make sure that you're not violating the gambling policy while still having a relationship with sportsbooks. It, it gets complicated. And while mm-hmm. I understand that the casual fan may think it's hypocritical, at the same time, ultimately, it's the owners who are saying, hey, look, we don't want anyone to believe that our game is tainted in any way, that what you're seeing is what you're getting. And when you have these end results of players who are betting, it's hard not for the casual fan to go, well, I'm not sure I trust what we're seeing is truly competitive. That is the bigger sin than looking hypocritical.
2: If you can't we just follow this, I'm, look, I mean, we're a betting network. We love it. It's great for the sport. Mm-hmm. It's great for our careers. If you can't follow these simple rules, There might be a problem. Seriously. Or do you just have an ego or you think you're untouchable? No. You you don't have a right to play in the NFL. I mean, we all have bosses. Mm -hmm. Where do you guys stand on this? I'm actually with the league on this. These are the rules that are in place. We all have rules set by our employers. You don't have to agree Mm -hmm. with the rule. You can think it's hypocritical. But it's not that hard to follow the rules. You just do it. They keep telling you. To follow the rules, and then you're so arrogant that you're doing it on your phone. It's insane to me.
0: It's insane. I don't know no. if it's always arrogance. I just don't. I, it might be a lack of education or a lack of like realizing the rules, and like that's why like I think the NFLPA. I don't know what they've done. Like they sent the email out recently after this most recent violation, but I think it's probably. I mean, I don't know, Ed. Like as a league employee, Ridley you got suspended for an entire year. Don't you think that that's yeah? A but that's call? because he. He bet a parlay. It was on NFL games, right? Like yeah, it's it like, was. okay, as long as I'm not betting I'm not betting NFL games, I should be fine. Like that, like that's what all of these violations seem to be. It was college games in the facility. And like working at NBC, when I when I would go up to NBC headquarters for stuff in Connecticut, like I would like try and go on Bovada or whatever before PAPSA was um, legalized. And like yep. the entire site was just blocked. Wasn't even an option. Like, all, I would think within the team facilities, right. like, all that should be blocked, you know, kind of protect them from themselves. So, is there maybe some arrogance yeah. or, okay, I'm not betting. I think it's a, it's a, I'm not necessarily always chalking it up to that. I think there's probably a not realizing, oh, like, think they're playing in the gray area on the right side of it, but not actually. So,. It's, you know, obviously, and it's changing by the year. Like, this is all brand new. And so I also wonder, like, guys that have been in the league for 10 years, I don't know, it should be as simple as, if it's even close to being, like, getting you fined or suspended, you would think you'd run as far away from that as possible. But maybe you got people in your ear being like, oh, no, it's cool, man. Like, you'll be fine. Just don't bet on NFL games, you know? You just don't know Mm -hmm. what people actually know and are being told and all that.
3: And does it differ sport to sport? Like, can NBA players bet on NFL, but like NFL can't, th- those players can't bet on anything? Like, I don't even know, to be honest. Like, what is the, yeah. what are the NBA players' rules?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't think they can bet I on would anything. Think- Learn more at marines.com.
0: Okay. Cause it does seem at least publicly yeah. like NFL seems the most draconian. Like it's yeah, straight. the, the, zero. the right. other
2: leagues yeah. don't seem that concerned about it. Right. Yeah. Cause the NFL is mm-hmm. trying yeah. to put it at arm's length so much. And to Ed's point about, let's say NFL network coverage and even red zone, they're still leading fantasy, even though betting has lapped fantasy 10 times. Over the last five years, um, because they can Uh they can quote get away with it to to Roger Goodell like Roger Goodell doesn't want them to do it even though they're taking in billions and billions and billions from gambling we we and I I doubt that they're going through the type of training or watching probably odd videos uncomfortable (laughs) videos that you had to watch
1: right I I don't think they should be yeah they should be uh, for sure they should be I I think they are. I mean, now, granted, I mean, I'm not in, yeah, I'm not in the training facilities, you know, all 32 teams every single day to know what they're getting. But, I mean, my understanding is that it is rigorous. And you are reminded time and time again because, I mean, look, you know, every individual player is a business. It's a franchise, right? And if one of them is unavailable for an entire year, then that is a major setback to teams where you're dealing with these razor-thin margins as far as winning and losing is concerned. You don't want to lose somebody. Even if, even if they're ranked 40th out of your 53-man roster, you don't want to lose them for any significant period of time. It's always a blow. And it's also embarrassing at the same time. So I look at this and I go, I, I feel like the NFL is doing its due diligence to make sure that everyone is educated in the process. At least that's, that's how it seems but all, something continues to happen, and I'm not sure why it, it's an ongoing issue uh, other than the fact that, you know, an NFL team has more players. I mean, it, it could just simply be a quantity issue more than anything else. Uh, but at the same time, it's, it is it is a rough spot to be. But we're seeing it in other sports too. I mean, it's not just the NFL doing it. I mean, we're having, you know, other sports at other levels uh, deal with these issues as well because gambling is so much easier now. Uh, than it's ever been before. And I think more people know about it and th- they know how to partake. And so y- you add all of that up and you have some real issues there. So
2: here's, here's, what I here's think the other- they should
3: do is. Yeah. Really quick, uh, just kind of like drug testing, maybe four times a year, you have someone walk through, do you have any gambling apps on your phone? Do you have almost (laughs) like uh, when you're getting your seatbelt checked to take off for a flight? Like you need to just check in. Hey, and if you still are a dummy and downloaded these apps, then you deserve the punishment. But it should be very clear. And they should have people just, hey, do you have a gambling app? Or maybe it's in these individual um, position player you know that that coach the wide receivers coach is responsible like a few times a year just make sure nobody has those apps on their phone and they're reminding the people
2: well here here's the other big difference if you walk into an mlb clubhouse you know what they're watching and betting in the hours before games college football and the nfl in the fall if you like so if we go to major Major league baseball doesn't need to be as concerned you know why because the nfl's fun to bet on College football is fun to bet on. We bet on baseball, but if you're in it, like, hey, you can't bet on baseball. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I like betting on other sports anyways. Like, that's probably why the NFL has to go to these lengths because it is the number one betting sport for a reasons. It's a lot of fun, and everybody has an opinion on every NFL game. That's why we sit there and watch these dumbass Thursday night games that, that we shouldn't. <laughs> Like they can put two of the bottom five teams. doesn't matter. We're going to watch it. We're going to bet on it. And we're going to talk about it on this show for an hour that day.
1: We are. And and I what can't more? wait when that happens. I, I can't wait when <laughs> that gets to happen with you guys. Uh, all right. Let's talk about uh, NFL's worth rosters. So on Friday, we talked about the best rosters for PFF. And we talked about how we should bet them going forward. Now we're going to talk about the worst ones. And I want to lead things off with the Arizona Cardinals ranked 32 out of 32 NFL teams. And Mm -hmm. per PFF, biggest strength is pass protection. Boy, they're going to need that no matter who the quarterback is. Uh, Biggest weakness, they say, is everything else. I would say the (laughs) secondary isn't that bad for the Cardinals, but okay. Uh, X factor for 2023 is Kyler Murray in terms of his overall health. PFF says that you should take the under four and a half wins which is interesting because four and a half is the lowest number out there uh, among all 32 teams and, you know, by a significant margin. And so to take the under would lead us to believe that Arizona will have the number one draft pick next year. Now, Joe, you and I are in agreement that you should take the over here because maybe the schedule isn't as bad as you might think. And maybe there are some advantages that maybe aren't being accounted for. But Aaron, in terms of what I want to talk about right now that I want to get your opinion on as far as the Cardinals are concerned, I looked at this write-up and I thought, okay, it's in all likelihood we're going to get a backup quarterback for the Cardinals in week one. But all the time, books overplay how much the backup quarterback is really worth. They move the spread too much. And so as I look at week one between the Cardinals and Commanders, Arizona is a six-point dog, and I would like to take the plus six here with the Cardinals because even though they probably won't have Kyler Murray and they have some key weaknesses, I don't know if Washington should be a six-point favorite against anybody.
3: Colt McCoy against his former team? I don't know. Uh, also, you know, yesterday, Colt McCoy may not be ready for the season either. I just read he's got a neck injury. I assume he'll play, but uh, Colt against his former team, I kind of like that. Um, But yeah, this obviously all comes down to Kyler Murray and when he's going to be ready. And that's a pretty gruesome injury that usually takes a very long time to recover from. So I am not very confident in the Cardinals. And when you look at their win total at four and a half, it's juiced both ways. Like you're getting minus money. For a season-long bet, and I could see this also going under, I'm not interested in the over or the under. I could see this going under, especially with so many questions. You've got a new head coach. Yeah, I'm not going to bet it at minus 105, though. I'm just not interested. Wouldn't surprise
2: me if the Cardinals finish ahead of the Rams in their own division. And, And that was part of our angle with the Cardinals that we're fading the Niners, as far as win totals, fading the Niners, fading the Rams. So somebody's going to get some wins. And with that low, low total of just four and a half, um, yeah, maybe Kyler misses the first half of the season. This is typically a nine to 12 month injury, and it is a little dicey betting on Kyler to be ahead of that based on off the field stuff and his preparation time that that is, is those various stories that have been out there but let's say he misses first half of the season are they going over? there's some tough games on there but are they going over? I don't think so and then if he's back there for the second half that 11-12 week you get Houston, LA Rams maybe you steal one down the stretch I, mean, I, I could see him getting a 5 for
1: sure Especially with a new coaching staff, that could be a little bit volatile. So that, that may uh, unlock Kyler Murray, so to speak. So it's hard to say. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. We will continue our NFL Worst Roster conversation right here on the BetQL Network.